Welcome to Saving Grace Church, located in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Our mission at Saving Grace Church is to love God, love others, and reach the world for Christ. We hope that this message brings you closer to God and helps strengthen your walk with Christ. Uh, we have a special treat about five times per year on the fifth Sunday. Uh, we do a baptismal service if we have people that would want to be baptized. And this morning we have six people that are going to be baptized. And so I'm excited to have them being baptized just after the service. Let's give them a hand. Go ahead. That's all right. They're all seated right over here. So after I preach a short message, we'll be calling them up and uh, we'll be baptizing them up here in the baptismal. Just out of curiosity, how many of you were able to make it last month to our baptism at the Connemaw River Dam? That was a nice service, wasn't it? It was a really uh, interesting and fun place to be baptized down at the river. And I didn't think of it then, or I would have mentioned it, but uh, that river has really cleaned up over the years. About 20 years before, probably a little over 20 years before that, uh, I was a teenager and I grew up by that river. And I remember my friend uh, Mike and I decided to swim in it one day. And we went swimming in that water and we came out looking like the Lorax. We were so orange. And it stained us for I don't know how long. But it, was, it seemed like a long time because I can remember going to school and Mike and I, were, we had this orange, more than an orange tint, we were like orange. And uh, you can see my beard never fully recovered from that. I don't know if you guys in the, in the booth can adjust this light, but that is like the brightest I've ever seen it. I can't see anyone out there. Can you make that a little bit dimmer up there? Thank you. <laughs> so this morning, we're going to have a baptism here, and uh, we've got good crystal clear clean water up here, and it's warm. We had some cold ones. I don't know if you guys remember, we had some really cold water baptisms up here in the past. But uh, we're going to be baptizing six people. And uh, I just want to preach a short message, and I want to start off by just helping us to think about what is baptism, and what, what is this for? I mean, this, this ritual, this ceremony, where we dunk people underwater and they come back up. And a lot of times uh, you will hear that when the pastor uh, is preaching on baptism, he'll say something like, I want you to remember your baptism as a time when when you expressed your love for Jesus publicly, your belief for him publicly, you uh, expressed your commitment to follow him for the rest of your lives publicly, and that is true. That's, that's a good thing. That's one of the reasons we do baptisms. But this morning, I would like us, and particularly those of you who are being baptized, to focus not so much on, on your love for Jesus Christ, or your commitment to follow Jesus Christ, but more so on, as, on baptism as a symbol and a reminder of His love for you all, of His love for you all. So that's what I'd like to talk about a little bit this morning. And before we get into that short message, let's just pray and ask God for His help. Father, thank You, Lord, for Your love for us, and thank You that that love is secure in Jesus Christ and was shown to us and demonstrated through what he has done for us in giving his life as a sacrifice for ours. 
in dying and being buried and raised on the third day, you've expressed the greatest love that anyone could ever express toward us. And I thank you, Lord, that these folks who are being baptized are, are demonstrating that today. And that we ask that this would be just a very blessed and very great day for them, that they would remember forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want you to think about, especially those of you being baptized, I want you to think about how you would answer this question, and we can all think about this as well. What does the Father's love, what does God the Father's love for you depend upon? What does God's love for you depend on? Think about that. Think about how you would answer that question. And biblically, the answer is very clear that it does not depend upon us. God's love for you does not depend upon you because if it did depend upon us, it would be sporadic at best. Think about this. If, if you could just look at the last week in your lives, how many times have you failed God? And there have been many, I'm sure, for all of us. And so if God's love depended on our performance, if it depended on our actions, on our good works, we would never do enough. But fortunately for us, God's love doesn't depend on that. And Mark referenced the scripture this morning that I want to read again. If we could have it projected, it's Romans 5, 7 through 8. This passage of scripture expresses the, the uncommon. Like, in, it's not even anything that we as humans can really do, but the uncommon kind of love that God has for us. It's not like a human love. It says, for one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. See, we didn't have to, we didn't have to clean up our act before he loved us. We didn't have to meet a certain standard before he loved us. God's love for you isn't based on you, and that's good news. That is a, a big part of the good news of the gospel. And that means that none of us, none of us earned his love. None of you who are going to be baptized this morning earned his love. None of us in this room are worthy of his love, but he gives it to us out of his grace for us. We can't attain it. We can't maintain it. And we can't retain it. It's all by His grace through our faith. And so this is, this is good news for us because God's love doesn't depend on us. So what does God's love for us depend upon? Well, let's look at Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39 because this answers that question. And it answers it very clearly and it's very encouraging for those of you who have believed on Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Romans 8, 38 and 39 says this, For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation. And I want to remind you, 
that you are a created thing, therefore even you will be able to separate us from the love. Now pay attention to this part. This is essential. We'll be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So where is the love of God for us found? Where is the love of God for us found? In Christ Jesus our Lord. Where is the love of God for you who have believed in Jesus secured? In Christ Jesus our Lord. God's love, the Father's love for you and I, the Father's love for all of you is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, it doesn't depend on you and it can never, ever be separated from you because he is reliable. He is faithful. The word of God tells us that even when we are faithless, he is faithful. Christ Jesus is faithful. And God the Father looked down. If God the Father looked down on this church right now, and i got to be careful that I don't back up too far. If God the Father looked down on this church right now, and actually let's broaden it. If he looked down on this world right now, he would really only see two kinds of people. There are really only two kinds of people on this earth. There are those who are in Christ because they've believed in Jesus Christ and their sins have been forgiven. And there are those who are still in their sins. That's all, folks. That's all. Two kinds. And these people who are being baptized this morning, I've talked with all of them. They believed in Jesus Christ. They have a profession of faith in him and they want to express that in this baptism this morning. So when God looks at you all, he, he sees Jesus Christ. The word of God says, I have been crucified with Christ, therefore it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The word of God also says that if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation, the old is gone, and the new has come. So for all of us who believed in Jesus Christ, God sees us in Jesus Christ, and I'll tell you, that's the most secure place that you can be. He is, our, he is our refuge and our strength. He is our security and we're in him. Therefore, and this is the point, his love for you is also in him. And it doesn't depend on you and I. And that's good news. So, when Romans 8.39 that we read, when it says that nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ well, that's what it means. Nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ. So, when we go into this water, when you guys go into this water in just a little bit here, as you're going under the water, I want you to think about this. I want you to think about Christ, when he was here on the earth, when he became a man, he died for our sins. And when he died, he was buried. He was, he was placed under something. And so, when you go under the water, that's a picture, that's a symbol, that's a, a representation of what happened the moment you believed in Jesus, whenever that was, you were united spiritually with him in his death. So, 
Nothing really happens spiritually during this baptism, but it's a picture of what has previously happened when they believed in their heart and received the Lord Jesus Christ. They were united in Him. Somehow outside of time, God sees them now united in His death. So it's as if they paid for their sins. Really, it's as if He paid for their sins because He has, but they're somehow united in that payment and their sins are paid for. So when you come out of the water... You'll be under there for, we might hold some of you under there a little bit longer than others. But when you come out of the water, I want you to think about Jesus Christ when he came out of death. He, he was dead. He was truly dead. He died for us. He wasn't just sleeping. He was dead. And he, he raised from that death in newness of life. And so the Word of God tells us that we're so united in Him with His death and resurrection that when He was raised to walk in newness of life, we too have been raised to walk in newness of life. So remember that you're united in His death, you're united in His resurrection, and because of that, not the baptism, but what the baptism represents, you are secure in His love forever. Forever. I mean... Think about that. That's the kind of grace that motivates us to walk in obedience to him. God's word tells us in the book of Titus that it's his grace that motivates us to walk in righteousness. And I want you guys to walk in righteousness, especially after this baptism. So I do want you to look at it as a commitment to follow Jesus, because it is. But that commitment is based 100% on his love for you all. That's why we do what we do because he loved us so much that he gave his life for us and now we're united with him in that love. So you could look at it like this. I was telling you at the beginning of this message that when I went swimming in that Connemaw River that we had the last baptism in, I was stained orange for I don't know how long, but it took too long because I remember everybody laughing at me. But um, if that would, imagine if that stain would have been permanent and I was just like orange for the rest of my life. That would be pretty bad, but that's a negative picture. I want you to see that though as a, turn it around to a positive illustration, and it's kind of like this. This baptism represents you being marked. It represents you being marked by the permanent, unending, inseparable, eternal, unfading, reserved in heaven for you love of God in Jesus Christ. So remember that God's love is permanent. It will never fade away. Let's, uh, let's end in prayer. And as I'm praying, let's have the band come up. I'd like to do a song as we transition to those baptisms. And then we'll call all of you up one at a time. Uh, let's pray and have the band come up. Father, thank you for your wonderful, unending, unfading, permanent unconditional love that is just solely based on Jesus Christ and not us. And because of that, we know that our eternity is secure with you, and we thank you for that. And I pray for each one of these people being baptized today that, that you, by your Spirit, would impress that, that truth in their minds today, especially as they are 
uh, being baptized and after they're being baptized, let that sink in. And let that, the, just the truth of your unending, unfailing love that's not based on them, motivate them to walk with you, Jesus, for the rest of their lives. And I pray that this truth would motivate all of us to do that. So we are kept in your love and we thank you for that. Thank you for telling us that. In Jesus' name, amen.